Shabbat Shalom, my beloved brothers and sisters in the faith. We gather together today in the precious name of our Lord and Mashiach Yahushua for the purpose of praising and honoring our loving Father Yahuwah Alahim. We know that this day is very special because we have set apart this day so that we can give thanks and honor to the one who created each and every one of us. It has been our custom, our habit, that before the year ends, we are to gather as a people to offer praise to our loving Father. This year is no different, despite the fact we face so many challenges in life. There's the pandemic, natural calamities and disasters taking place throughout the world, not to mention the recent devastation the Philippines endured. Speaking, of course, of Typhoon Odette, with, which ravaged uh, Bohol, we have so many people who are looking for help in their deep anguish. There's so many people in poverty, losing their jobs, financial difficulty, threats of war, escalation of violence everywhere. And so indeed, 2021, which is about to come to an end, has been challenging for many people today. Nevertheless, we, the people of God, we will remain thankful and we will always praise him. However, for us to be able to offer to Yahuwah a meaningful and heartfelt thanksgiving to him, what must we do first? Let's begin our studies in the book of Psalm 103, 1 down to 5. Let all that I am praise Yahuwah. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise Yahuwah. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. What must we do so that we can properly and sincerely offer praise and thanks to our loving father? Bible says, may I never forget the good things that he has done for me. Hence, there's a need for us to put forth the effort to remember the good things that Yahuwah has done for us. Why must we make the effort to consciously, purposely remember the good things he has done for us? Because as human beings, it is our tendency to forget and to take for granted the blessings of our lover, loving Abba. And so if we do not have fresh in our minds the blessings of our Abba, how can we praise and sing hymns to our loving Father with all of our heart? So let us remember. Let us keep in mind the blessings of our Father that he has given to each and every one of us. Why else is it good to always remember the good things that Yahuwah has given to all of us? Because the more we are aware of the good things of Yahuwah's blessings in our life, the more we are able to endure the many hardships and suffering that we will face in this life. This is why all of us should always practice being grateful and thankful to our loving Father. What are examples of the things that we should be thankful for in this life? If we look at the passage, the Bible says he forgives all of our sins. Isn't this true? You know, if God does not forgive our sins, we would not have this precious ability to worship him and to pray 
to him. Be thankful for forgiveness of sins. What else must we be thankful for? The Bible says he heals all of our diseases. Yes, we get sick from time to time, but always we can count on Yahuwah. When we cry out to him, he heals us of all our sicknesses. What else? Bible says he redeems us from death. He delivers us from calamity. He delivers us from accidents that may take away our life. This year, 2021, which is about to come to a close. How many times did Yahuwah deliver us from certain calamity? We need to praise our loving father. But most of all, what are we thankful for? The Bible says he fills our life with good things by crowning us with love and his tender mercies. Just remember, if we look back at what happened to us when we left our former religion, we had no idea what was going to happen to us. But when we looked and searched the scriptures, what was given to us? It was prophecy, the word of God we fell in love with. We used that as our guide and our living home. And so it taught us so many things about Yahuwah, and we have been blessed for this. We've learned the name, the precious name of Yahuwah Alahim. We call him Yahuwah. We learned the name of his beloved son, Yahusha Hamashiach. It turns out precisely, exactly two years ago, December 18, two years ago, was when we proclaimed the name of Yahuwah Alahim. Last year, what did Yahuwah God bless us with? He blessed us with the assembly of Yahushua. We are the sons and daughters of Abba with the precious gift to call upon his name. How about this year, 2021? What did Yahuwah Abba bless the assembly of Yahushua with? He blessed us with the Ten Commandments. He blessed us with the understanding of Sabbath. We enjoy the Sabbath rest because Yahuwah is in fellowship with us through his loving son. Yahusha. And so, brethren, we have so many things to be thankful to Yahuwah Abba for. Let us keep that fresh in our minds. What must we do to express our thanks to Yahuwah? Bible says, let us praise him. Do not simply praise him with your lips. Praise him with all of our heart. This is what we have done and will continue to do. How else can we express our thankfulness and praise? To our loving father. Let's read now what it says in the book of Chronicles 29, 9, 14, and 17. The people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to Yahuwah. And King David was filled with joy. But who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you. And we give you only what you first gave us. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know, I have done all this with good motives. And I have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyfully. How else can we express our thankfulness to our loving father? By giving him the sacrifice of our offerings. This is what we also have done today. What is the purpose of giving offerings to our loving father? It's not to repay our father. We cannot possibly repay him for everything that he has given us. What then is the purpose of giving offerings 
to our loving Father. It is to express and to acknowledge that everything we have comes from who? Abba. There's really nothing we own. Our life, our breath, everything in this universe came from who? It came from our Father. And so when we give offering, it's not to repay loving Abba, but to express our gratitude, to show our thankfulness to him. And this is what we have done today. You know, when we were giving our offering to our loving Father, do you know what our Father looks at? He looks at our heart. The Bible says he examines. He looks closely into our hearts because he wants to find integrity in our hearts. Who are the people of God? Who, when they give their offering to him, do so with integrity. They are the ones who give willingly and they give joyfully. You see, Yahuwah wants his people to be filled, to be characterized with joy. You know why? Because if we will not express joy in fellowship with Yahuwah and his son, Yahushua, then it's like we don't really believe that Yahuwah is with us. The true people of God. They live their life with joy. Does it mean that they do not become sad? They do. But they also are able to overcome that and break through so that they can experience joy in their life. Do you know who is one who was able to testify concerning the power of giving thanks, the power of praise and breaking through joy? Let's read what it says in the book of Philippians 4, 4, 6 to 7. This is written. May you always be joyful in your union with the Lord. Want to pause there for a while. Do you know who saw it? Do you know who said these words? May you always be joyful in your union with the Lord. These words were penned by the Apostle Paul. Let's keep reading. May you always be joyful in your union with the Lord. I say it again. Rejoice. Don't worry about anything. But in all your prayers, ask God for what you need, always asking him with a thankful heart. And God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Yahushua, who understood the power of praise and giving thanks. It was the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul said, may you always be joyful. And he repeats it, right? I say it again, rejoice. If you read the entire chapter of Philippians 4, entire chapter 4, it's about the power of praise, the power of giving thanks to our loving Father. Because he was able to give thanks to the Father, what was he able to experience? Joy. This is why he gives the instruction to all of us, even today. Rejoice always in the Lord. Rejoice. Do you know where Apostle Paul was when he said this? Was he in some palace enjoying the beach somewhere? Do you know where he was? Where was he? Maybe we can ask my daughter. Where was Apostle Paul when he penned these words? Do you know where he was? Sister Jenna? In prison. Yeah, he was in prison. <laughs> so many terrible things happened to Apostle Paul. He was experiencing persecution. People hunted him down. They tried to kill him, tried to stone him to death. He had to endure the whippings of the Jews and the Romans. And he was imprisoned 
awaiting sentencing. Yet despite what was happening to the Apostle Paul, he said, rejoice, rejoice, I repeat, because we belong to the Lord. This is why if Apostle Paul can rejoice despite his circumstances, we too can rejoice despite our circumstances in this life. Does it mean we cannot be sad? You know, as human beings, it is natural to be sad. If you don't ever become sad or feel sad, then you're not human. Human beings feel sadness all the time. However, what Apostle Paul is telling us is this. There's always something we can do to break through our sadness. Sadness doesn't have to be permanent. We can break through it. And this is what he wants to teach us. The way to break through sadness so that we can find joy no matter what we're facing in this life. What is that key? Again, it is the power of thanks. The power of praising Yahuwah Abba. And so when we give thanks to Yahuwah, first and foremost, what should we be thankful for? Apostle Paul says, rejoice because of your union with the Lord. And so because we belong to Yahushua, we have every reason to be filled with joy. Let us approach our loving Father in prayer offered with thanksgiving in our heart. The key to breaking through any negative circumstance is to praise and to thank Yahuwah, there is power in praising our loving Abba, who also was able to endure hardship and suffering because of the power of praise. Let's read what it says in the book of Job, chapter 2, 3 down to 5. Did you notice my servant Job? Yahuwah asked. There is no one on earth as faithful and good as he is. He worships me and is careful not to do anything evil. You persuaded me to let you attack him for no reason at all. But Job is still, is still as faithful as ever. Satan replied, a person will give up everything in order to stay alive. But now suppose you hurt his body. He will curse you to your face. You know what we read there is a conversation between Yahuwah. And the adversary, Satan. And you know what Yahuwah was talking about? He was talking about the faithfulness of Job. Do you remember the story of Job? Who was Job? He was one of the servants of God. And Yahuwah blessed him with so much prosperity. He was rich. He owned many lands and possessions. Not only that, he was blessed with a happy family. A loving Ten children who loved him. A precious wife who was dear to him. Not only that, most of all, he received the spiritual blessing of being able to worship our loving father. And so when you look at the life of Job, he had everything, right? This is what we want, the kind of life Job had. But what happened to Job? He was tested. And so in just one day, what happened to all of his possessions? It was taken away by tragedy. Not only his possessions, even all 10 of his children perished. They all died. Can you imagine the pain he must be enduring? I mean, we as human beings, when something happens to the people we love, our children, they get sick. We feel the pain and anguish. Can you imagine losing all 10 children, losing all of your possessions? One would be crushed by the suffering. But look what Yahuwah Abba says concerning Job. He still 
he still as faithful as ever, despite what he went through, he worshiped our loving father. This is why Yahuwah, he was kind of bragging about Job. You notice that? He said to Satan, look at my servant Job. Did you notice my servant Job? There's something that we need to understand about that statement. And it's simply this, beloved brethren. When we go through suffering, sometimes we think God doesn't care, right? But you know what he does? From heaven, he's watching us. And he notices, he notices everything we do, everything we think, everything we say. This is why if we want to truly please our loving Abba, when we go through sufferings in life, praise him. There's power, brethren. There's power in praising our loving Allahim. And so when, when Yahuwah was speaking about his servant Job, what did Satan say to Yahuwah? He said to him, now suppose you hurt his body. Satan says, he's going to curse you to your face. And so the challenge was set. And so what did Job have to endure? What did Yahuwah permit Satan to do to Job? Let's keep reading what it says in Job 2, 6 to 10. Yahuwah said to Satan, very well then, he is in your hands, but you must, you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of Yahuwah and afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the top of his head. Then Job took piece, a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. What did Yahuwah God permit Satan to do against Job? Bible says Satan afflicted Job with painful sores. From the soles of his feet all the way to the top of his head. He was in deep anguish and sorrow. Not only did he lose his possessions, he lost all ten of his children. And now he is suffering from physical pain and anguish. This is why when his wife saw him, she took pity on him. She was very concerned about him, even his friends, you know, even from a far distance, if you read the whole chapter of Job, his friends from a far distance, when they saw Job and his suffering, they felt the pain. So much so they could not help but cry out loud when they saw the hardship and suffering of Job. And so the wife of Job, what did he say to Job? Why don't you curse God and die? It's like mercy killing, euthanasia. The wife wanted to give Job rest. And so why don't you just curse God and die? But what was the conviction, the reply of Job? You notice what Job said? Job said, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? You know, when Job said that, you know what he did? He gave glory to Yahuwah. That's the power of praise. Often people praise Yahuwah when good things happen to them. But when trouble struck Job one after the other, he praised Yahuwah nonetheless. And that's something, something Yahuwah will never forget. Brothers and sisters, what are we facing now? Are we going through calamity? 
Are we going through hardship? Are we going through testings in our life? There's something we can do, which we encourage all of you to do. Brethren, let us praise Yahuwah nonetheless. When we praise Yahuwah in our most difficult of circumstances, it's like we're giving Yahuwah a seed. That's right. We give him a seed of praise. You know what he will do with that seed? He will plant it and he will make it grow into bountiful harvests of blessings in our life. What's the proof? Yahuwah took what Job said. The praise that came from the mouth of Job. And what did he do with that? Let's read the book of Job chapter 46, 42, rather 10, 12 to 13. This is what happened after Job had prayed for his friends. Yahuwah made him prosperous again and gave him twice as much as he had before. Yahuwah blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the first. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 donkeys. And he also had seven sons and three daughters. After this, Job lived 140 years he saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. And so he died old and full of years. You see how Yahuwah Abba was able to take that seed of praise. And he caused it to grow into a bountiful harvest for Job. At the latter part of his years, what did Yahuwah God do for Job? The Bible says, Yahuwah made him prosperous again and gave him how much? Twice as much as he had before. What else did he do? He blessed him with 10 children. You notice Yahuwah did not bless him with 20 children. You know why? That's because he will see the 10 children he lost in the life that is to come. You see, Yahuwah planned for this prosperity for Job. This was not by accident. He planned all along. He plans our destiny. He plans our future reward. This is why we can trust Yahuwah. And even in this life, what else did Yahuwah do for Job? The Bible says he lived a long life and he died full of years. That's the blessing harvested by Job because he planted the seed of praising Yahuwah. We need to do the same. We need to be thankful. We need to give praise no matter what the circumstances may be. Why? Why must we give praise and thanks to our loving Elohim? Let's read the book of James 5.11. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Why must we be thankful to Yahuwah Abba? Why must we praise him no matter what happens in our life? That's because Yahuwah, he has a purpose for our life. He can see things we cannot see. He shows value to our life. He wants to develop us to become the people he wants us to be. If you notice what the Bible says, what the Lord finally finally brought about he was bringing about something through the suffering that job had to endure this is why 
according to the Apostle James, who are those who are truly blessed? Those who persevere. You notice James did not say those who are blessed are the ones who are without problems or without adversity. No, the Bible says the one who are truly blessed are the ones who persevere through their adversity. Why are they truly blessed? Because Yahuwah, Abba, he uses adversity. He uses troubles and sufferings in our life to create us, recreate us to become better than we were before, to become the kind of children he wants us to be. That's how much Yahuwah loves us. Because we are his sons and daughters, he wants to transform our life. And Yahuwah uses adversity to do that, just like with Job. Consider the servants of Yahuwah Abba. For example, look at Abraham. Would there be an Abraham? Who is Abraham? Right? If it was not for the command to sacrifice his own son. That was a great adversity, wasn't it? Who is Joseph? Who is Joseph? If he was not sold into slavery. Who is Moses? If there was no Pharaoh to hinder him. Who is Daniel? If there was no persecution. If there was no den of lions he was cast into. And who is Job? If there was no fiery trial. You see, these people became who they were because of adversity. The question now is, brethren, who are we? Who are we? If we answer that question, that question on our own, we might say, well, I am me. But Yahuwah Abba sees more in you than you can see in yourself. And that's what he wants to draw out. He wants to bring out the best in us. He wants us to, to become the best we can possibly be. And this takes adversity. And so brethren, what are you facing now? What adversity are we going through now? Don't give up. If you give up, you just wasted that suffering. What must we do instead? Persevere. How can we persevere? Praise Yahuwah. Say to our loving Father, Father, I don't know. I don't know what your plan is, but it doesn't matter. I will praise you forever. I will praise you. No matter what, when we do that, watch. Watch and wait for what Yahuwah Abba will do to transform our life. This is why we can thank loving Abba, no matter what happens in this world, no matter what happens to us. Who, who should be most thankful of all, especially during these last days? Let's read what it says in the book of Romans 8, 31 to 34. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all. Won't he also give us everything else who dares accuse us from God whom God has chosen for his own no one for God himself has given us right standing with himself who then will condemn us no one for Christ Yahushua died for us and was raised to life for us and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us who should be out of all the people in the world the most thankful people of all they are the ones who have received the love 
of our loving Father. Do you know how much Yahuwah loves us? The Bible says he did not spare even his own son. The son he loved, he did not spare that we may be spared. That we may not suffer the full wrath against sin. That we can receive salvation. But Yahuwah did not stop there. What does Apostle Paul confirm? He said if he did not even spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? You see, Yahuwah Abba knows. He knows what we have to go through in this life. He knows our human nature. We are weak. This is why after he gave up his son, he also gave us the spirit so that by the spirit we can receive prayers and the things that we need in this life when we pray to our loving Abba. And so, brethren, let us pray with thanksgiving. Let us pray with joy in our hearts because Yahuwah has already given up everything for our sake because he loves us very much. But sometimes when things go wrong, when we face calamity and trouble in life, the joy kind of leaves. And when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you're a human being and all of a sudden you find yourself in trouble and bad things begin to happen, maybe you lose your job, you get sick, you get persecuted, you get mocked. If you're a human being, what do you feel? Naturally, you feel sad, right? Maybe you might even begin to think and ask yourselves questions. Maybe God no longer loves me. That's the natural response of human beings. When they face calamity in life, maybe Yahuwah does not love me anymore. Maybe he loved me before. Maybe now he doesn't love me because I'm going through all these difficult things in my life. But Apostle Paul answered that question because perhaps Apostle Paul asked those questions himself and he came up with an answer. What is that answer? Let's keep reading what it says. Let's read now Romans 8, 35 to 37. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sakes, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. And here's the answer of Apostle Paul. He says no. That was the answer to the question he asked. What was that question? question was does it mean he no longer loves us apostle paul says no despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours through christ who loved us it is but human to sometimes wonder does christ still love me does yahuwah still love me if they love me, why are all these things happening? Apostle Paul says, because we are like sheep to the slaughter. Do you know what that means? The reason why we go through sufferings in life is because Yahuwah Abba wants us to share in the suffering of our loving Mashiach. We belong to Mashiach. We belong to his body then we will feel the pain he went through. Not all of it, because we cannot survive it. 
but we will have our own share. And so if you belong to Mashiach and you go through adversity in life, we still should be thankful. Why? We're sharing. Can you imagine that? We're sharing the suffering of our Mashiach. And when Mashiach returns, we will share in his glory. And so praise Yahuwah. Praise Yahushua, no matter what happens. Because there is overwhelming victory through Yahushua when he returns. And even now, when we sometimes are overcome by worry and anxiety, because what? For what is happening now and what will happen in the future? What is the guarantee of our loving Abba? Brethren, listen. Listen to this guarantee, this promise from our loving father who gave up his son for us in the book of Romans 8, 38 to 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Yahushua, our Lord. What is the guarantee of Yahuwah for each and every one of us? The Bible says nothing and no one can ever separate us from the love of God. He's holding us now, brethren. Let him hold you. Do not run away from him. Let him take your hand. We're going to face a difficult year. We're going to face circumstances in our life that will test us to the core. We need all the more the loving embrace of our Father. Let him embrace us. What is the guarantee of our loving Abba? No power above. No power below. Nothing in all creation. Not even death can take us away from our loving Abba. There's really nothing we can do. But there's so much Yahuwah Abba can do for each and every one of us. Rest in his love. Be thankful and praise him for all that he has done. For all that he will do and for what he's doing now. Let him into your life. Be close to him. And before we stand as a congregation, what should we promise to our loving Father? Let's read the final passage of our studies today, the book of Psalm 34 to 5, 10 to 12. Sing praise to Yahuwah. All his faithful people, remember what the Holy One has done and give him thanks. His anger lasts only a moment, his goodness. For a lifetime, tears may flow in the night, but joy, joy comes in the morning. Hear me, Yahuwah, and be merciful. Hear me, Yahuwah. You have changed my sadness into a joyful dance. You have taken away my sorrow and surrounded me with joy. So I will not be silent. I will sing praise to you, Yahuwah. You are my Allahi. I will give you thanks forever. What should be our promise? 
to our loving Father. Let us promise him that no matter what happens, we will sing praise to Yahuwah. We will give him thanks forever. Brethren, can you make that promise to our loving Father? Can we make that promise when we face adversity in life? We cannot control the circumstances in our life. Good things happen. Bad things happen. That is beyond our control. But what is within our control is to choose what we will do when adversity comes our way. The best thing we can do is to praise Yahuwah, even in the midst of adversity. Because there's power in praising God. When we praise Yahuwah, we express our love and our trust in him. And he will never abandon us. And before we pray as a congregation, why not go to Yahuwah? Why not bring to him all of your pain and suffering? Why not bring to him all of your problems in life? Because he looks at us and he understands who we are. He knows we are but human beings. We only have a certain amount of endurance. He knows, he knows the limits of what we are able to do. So why not pray to our loving father? Earlier, we gave him our Thanksgiving offering. Now, before we conclude, why not offer to him all of your trouble, all of your tears? You know, he can transform our life with just a word from his lips. With just a single word from heaven, he can transform our life. What is the experience of the people of God when they bring their tears of sadness before Yahuwah, our loving Allahim? The psalmist said, you have changed my sadness into a joyful dance. You have taken my sorrow and surrounded me with joy. Yahuwah can do that. Those who go to him with tears of sadness, they come out with tears of joy. Brethren, if this year has been a challenging one, which has caused us to shed tears of sadness, why not go to our loving Abba? But he can transform our life. He wants to do that because he loves each and every one of us. But it begins with praising and thanking our loving Allahim. Let us stand and we shall praise our Abba together. Almighty, merciful Father, Yes. Thank you. For despite what we have gone through in this life, yes, we can feel your presence. Yes, Father. The truth is, you never go away. Amen. When we are in the midst of sorrow, yes, Father. our tendency is to think we are lonely. Yes. We are by ourselves. But more and more, we can feel yes. you are right there beside us. Yes, Father. You count the tears that flow from our eyes. Yes. You are aware of our adversity. Yes. And we know that you plan to do something with them. Yes. You love us. You value our life. Yes. When no one else valued us, you did. Amen. You chose us. You even made us your sons and daughters. Yes. Father, you have blessed us with so many things. Yes. But what we are most thankful for. It's our wonderful relationship with you. Amen. Who would have thought 
that we would be able to call you yes, our Abba. Yes, Abba Yahuwah. Be with us now. Many of your people are going through pain and hardship. Yes, we have brethren in the Philippines yes, who are enduring so much. Yes, we pray for them now. Yes. Deliver them once again. Yes. Listen to their cry. Yes. When you hear them cry out your name, Yahuwah, yes, send your Holy Spirit, yes. send your help to them, yes. bless them with peace and joy, yes, because we know so long as we have you, it doesn't matter what else we are missing, Amen. because with you we have everything we can yes, ever need. Thank you for listening to our prayers. Yes. Thank you for accepting our praise. Yes. We beg you before we step foot in the new year that is to come. Yes. Walk with us. Yes. Be with us. Be in fellowship with your people. Yes. Take hold of us tightly yes. and never let go. Amen. We mentioned to you loving Abba in our personal supplications, yes. the things that burden us so, yes. the afflictions of our life. Yes. We ask and beg of you, bless us with peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes. Help us that we can be transformed. Yes. Help us to endure. Yes. Perform your miracles, loving Father, yes. especially on this day of Shabbat. Yes. Fulfill your miracles, please, Amen. in the lives of your people. Amen. If there are those afflicted with sickness, may you heal us, O oh God. Yes. We don't place our trust in doctors or human strength. We place them upon your strength yes. and upon your love because your love is true yes. and they are eternal. Amen. Loving Mashiach Yahushua, yes, step into our life, please. Yes, we cannot go any longer without you. Yes, you are the purpose for why we are here. Yes. We, we will gladly share your sufferings. Yes, we want to be with you. Yes, Help us to understand you. Help us to know the will of Abba. Yes, Dwell in our hearts and our homes. Yes, Never let go of us. Yes, May you tell us in our minds and our hearts yes, what we need to do every moment in our life. Amen. Thank you for your strength. Yes, Thank you for your compassion yes, and the comfort that we feel at this moment. Amen. Father, thank you for listening to us. Yes, continue to bless your people throughout the world. Yes, May the new year continue to show us more and more about you, your will and your words. Amen. We believe, loving Abba, that you have listened to our prayers. Yes, for we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.